I believe when it comes to learning foreign language, so we always face some issues and difficulties, but we actually don't know how to deal with them. Have you ever heard such a saying that you want to learn something new, but you don't have time, your schedule is way too tight for taking more initiatives? Luba, that's totally my story. Quite often, I have to rediscover motivation in other areas. I mean, in areas that are not connected to work, because we always need just to find that perfect way for the coachee to learn the languages. Welcome to People Tech and Other Weirdness, the not so serious soft serve podcast. Here we collect stories from our people about their roles and rules, game changing decisions, wins, walls, and falls. You'll hear about technologies from those who create them. Let's see who we have on today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of People Tech and Other Weirdness. My name is Marta Galishic. And I'm a certified coach, NLP practitioner, and a teacher. In this episode, my colleague Luba Munchan and I will discover an alternative way of learning foreign languages. And I also dispel some myths about learning language in general. Hi, everyone. My name is Luba. I'm a certified language coach and a teacher. Today, we are going to talk about language coaching, a relatively new approach of learning foreign languages. I believe many of you have heard about life coaching as it gaining traction nowadays. Yeah, that's so true. Actually, several years ago, when I was just obtaining my certificate and I became a life coach, it wasn't that popular. But now lots of people say that they are coaches, but actually they don't have the proper certification. Yeah, language coaching is something quite new. Right now, there are only a few certified centers that offer language coaching training. But I know that you're a certified language coach. So what is the difference? I mean, how your vision of the language coaching itself has changed. And uh, did it change from the beginning or it became in the middle? Tell us, please, your story. Yeah, it definitely changed. In the beginning, I was almost confident that language coaching and life coaching are really similar. But, you know, as it turned out, they do share the same approaches, but language coaching is focused on exploring the experience of learning languages and is much more narrower field of coaching. But what is special about language coaching? Why should learners actually choose this option for learning? You know, this is an approach when learning the language is tailored specifically to the needs of the person, his or her circumstances, possibilities, and preferences. That's why it's quite different from just learning English. Yeah, I believe when it comes to learning foreign language, so we always face some issues and difficulties, but we actually don't know how to deal with them. I face totally the same situation learning Polish right now. Learning a new language is not only about attending courses or checking the grammar, doing the homework, as many people think. 
And together with the technology advancements, we should find our own path of obtaining new information. So I think that your experience, Luba, will be totally important today. I hope so. You know, when people learn languages, there is always some fear of communicating in another language. Uh, for instance, giving a presentations or just having a small talk with your co-workers in the office. Yeah. It, it is related not only to co-workers, I believe. But Luba, have you ever bumped into such questions from your coaches? Sure. Uh, let me tell you one of my client's story. One of my coaches had been learning English for years. She didn't feel any improvements. She attended courses, did exercises, but in the long run, the level remained just the same. So her overall attitude to English was quite negative. She even started questioning herself if she really could improve her English. Yeah, such a true story. That's why people often quit learning. But I believe there is a solution for that. So tell me, please, did language coaching help for her? Or was it an efficient way of solving her request or not? Yeah, it worked. Tell me more, so Hans, how did you together create a unique solution? And I'm sure that she didn't stop her learning process, so I'm very interested in the solution. Sure not. We communicated a lot, and uh, with the help of the right questions, we figured out that she simply didn't like the way of learning. That was the reason why she was so irritated and dissatisfied. Luba, but I have the question, is one session enough for solving such request? And was it her actual goal? Actually, one session is definitely not enough. It took us approximately four sessions to develop a plan based on her most effective ways of learning, because that is why she needed a coach. So coming back uh, to her goal, uh, actually, she wanted just to create a learning plan. Not exactly. She came with just emotions of dissatisfaction. But together, we discovered her aims and expectations. And being honest, she was so shocked that learning can be fun and she didn't have to spend such a tremendous amount of time to boost your English. You know, right now I understand that even though she's not an expert in English, definitely, but she knows how she wants to be taught or what kind of materials she wants to take. So most people are just afraid and think that teachers know better. But as we can see from your example and your story, every person is very self-aware. You just need the proper guidance for meeting your goals. Do you have any other stories, Luba? Of course I do. Have you ever heard such a thing that you want to learn something new, but you don't have time, your schedule is way too tight for taking more initiatives? Luba, that's totally my story. I remember learning irregular verbs at night because I was too busy during the day. It ended up well. Nevertheless, I don't consider it as a good way. And it's so hard to push yourself 
to and struggle even you know to learn something new so yeah true the same i had with one of my clients when you have to handle work family life and other things there could be very little time to improve english one case from my practice was when a client struggled to find time for english she had to mingle family life with three small kids managerial position at work and then she had to relocate to germany a couple of months before she made a decision to change the field of her work but she desperately needed a high level of english wow that's i think a very hard case so how did you deal with that request is she still dissatisfied with her level After having our first diagnostic session, we came to a conclusion that even in Germany, she had opportunities to communicate in English. Luba, how come? As far as I know, Germany is not quite an English-speaking country. Yeah, you're right. At first, we brainstormed all of the possibilities, including even online resources. But a perfect way for her, under current life circumstances turn out to have more communication with her host in Germany. Only later, she remembered that her host is pretty fluent in English. And you wouldn't believe it, but in a few weeks, she felt more comfortable speaking in English. Yeah, I actually believe in that. And I think that such approach is the most efficient. People often forget that learning and using should go together as the one process. Even let's take a look at a Udemy course on thinking in English. The author advises to explain every object around in English. So I think this case was also efficient due to this fact. Coming back, by the way, to this woman, did she feel the progress afterwards? Yeah, for sure. She admitted that it was the lack of real communication that made her feel really uncomfortable talking to people in English. So we together came to a conclusion that small talk in the kitchen could be a perfect opportunity to practice English. Later, she came back to share with me her positive experience and real progress. Even more, she has changed her attitude to learning process. Amazing story. And actually, I totally agree with that. I also recommend my clients searching for more opportunities to use language instead of just learning that. And even coming back to my example with Polish, I actually started communicating with my neighbors and it became better. You see, sometimes we just don't see the ways how we can improve the language. Exactly. And you know what, Marta, I have one more interesting story for you. Luba, shoot, I'm already intrigued. There was a case when a developer came to a language coaching session just because his manager asked him to do it. And as you can guess, he was not motivated at all. He felt like he was forced to do something. Wow. I see, even from my experience, that being unmotivated is a pretty common thing. So if people come to you and you see that they are not motivated or they actually say that they don't have the motivation for learning, 
they are not eager to share the thoughts with you. So how do you deal with such clients? I believe that even in the practice, they are most of often called like hard clients. Yeah, uh, quite often I have to rediscover motivation in other areas. I mean, in areas that are not connected to work. However, you know, I wouldn't call them hard clients because we always need just to find that perfect way for the coachee to learn the languages. For instance, some associates may want to boost their English for traveling. Others want to be able to read in English as many professional resources are originally in English. But first of all, I have to dig deeper to find all of these reasons to learn English that can boost motivation. And I remember quite an interesting case when a client felt not that motivated to learn English for work, but he was crazy about car racing. So we decided just to watch videos about racing and work with grammar and vocab from that. So learning process was really pleasant for him. And you know what? It became a really effective way for him to improve his language. Such a nice trick. I believe that I should find a hobby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, coming back to the developer, as you started and mentioned the story, uh, how did you deal and how did you work with him? Did you find his motivation? Yeah, we managed to do it. But at first, he said that he didn't feel he needed to improve his English, as he didn't speak a lot at meetings, as mostly his team lead did all of the talking. However, when we started to dig deeper, he said that he didn't speak up just because he was afraid to get stuck and make mistakes. So actually, he admitted that there were several gaps. But wait, I really want to stop on this question more. I know that lots of people are afraid of making mistakes. And what can be a solution for it? I guess making mistakes is just a natural process when we study languages or just study something new. So my first tip will be just embracing that fact that we can't improve without making mistakes. And as a language coach, at first diagnostic session, I asked the client how he or she prefers being corrected. Actually, it's so great that language coaching even covers such tricky questions like correcting. But what about that guy? Um, how is his progress now? Yeah, his progress is great, to tell you the truth. I helped him to set a plan that just included some phrases for having meetings, you know, interrupting, making suggestions, clarifying. We agreed to meet in two weeks to analyze his first results, and you will never guess what. He started being more active at meetings, and his team lead even offered him to be a mentor for trainees in the team. He was really on cloud nine. Luba, thank you so much. You provided such awesome cases that I'm still shocked. But uh, I have some concerns yet. Uh, 
how language coaching is different from consulting or teaching? Because for me right now, as for a client, it's so hard to identify. Yeah, many people believe that they are really similar. I mean, consulting, teaching, and coaching, but they are all quite different. To tell you the truth, in coaching, I don't advise people anything. I just try to discover what needs they have, what their motivation is, and together we find the most effective ways for them to study. So with the help of open questions, I just assist my clients to define the motivation, structure, a perfect learning plan for them to boost their English. Sounds pretty interesting. But do you actually give pieces of advice or you mostly discover with the proper questions? You know, I don't advise. What I actually do is exploring their needs, motivation, and learning preferences as language coaching is based on the principles of brain-friendly learning. When a learner defines his learning methods and takes responsibility for learning. So what I do is just asking questions to know more what can work for this specific individual. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it still sounds for me a bit interesting and uh, not clear. I have some questions more. So, Luba, if people come and say that they actually don't know what they want to have, you know, or how they want to be corrected or what kind of activities they want. Is that easy to find out? I wouldn't say that it is an easy case when people don't know what exactly they want to learn. However, together with my coaches, we have conversations and then we can really rediscover their motivation we can find out the topics they need for work or maybe for traveling. And also, we even define what kind of activities will be the most effective for them. And I know such cases because I actually had such clients uh, that they want just only to watch films to improve English. Will you as a language coach take it as the activity to practice English and how do you actually deal with such cases? I will definitely take it as an activity, but I will help to define clear goals while watching films, focusing on tenses or vocab, retelling using new lexis or grammar. So I will facilitate my coachee in learning, helping him or her using my expertise as a teacher if they need it. Wow. Okay. And what about the most common phrase? Uh, it sounds something like, I will practice only with a native speaker. Do you actually believe that it works? Or you explain your coachee the consequences of such learning decision? Me personally, as a language coach, should believe in every coachee's word but check it with special questions to understand the needs properly. What stands by saying native speaker? What kind of practice do they expect? 
So it's very important to verify every belief that coaches has. That's why one session is definitely not enough, as coaches should have time to try following the action plans that we have defined together and verify later if it met the expectations and aims or not. Okay, and what if not? You know, what if your coachee stops believing in the efficiency of this approach or the coachee doesn't feel the needed result? You know, the all of the activities, they just did not meet the expectations. What's them? You know, I really have had such cases. So if I feel that the coachee got stuck or just feels very unpleased with the results, I use my expertise in teaching English, showing him or her all of the possible options of activities and possible ways of learning. However, in that case, I will ask the coachee if he wants me to help him using my experience as a teacher. Sometimes it's very valuable, but, you know, we should be pretty cautious with that. So am I right that you just showed the list of activities? I mean, they choose on their own because I believe I would get stuck even more. Sure not. They don't choose it on their own. Um, actually, what I do, I show them a menu of different activities. And together, we define the proper activities according to their targets, values, and resources. Then we verify if it brings the client to the needed result. Okay, Luba, you provided so valuable information and uh, so many cases so i from my perspective it looks like that's a perfect way of learning them so my question is like is that a real case and language coaching is the ideal version of learning foreign language or it won't work for everyone i'm afraid it will not work for everyone Language coaching will work with people who are ready to dig deeper into their personality, take responsibility for the result. Language coaching is not a magic pill, unfortunately. But if the person is mature enough and eager to try out new ways or get stuck, as we mentioned before, so language coaching will definitely help. Wow. I believe after such incredible examples, our listeners will understand that their story is manageable. So actually, language coaching can help people understand their needs and aims to focus on. Luba, thank you so much for sharing this valuable information with us. Thanks for joining me today and sharing all of the stories and cases. Subscribe for more episodes of People, Tech and Other Weirdness and see you then.